You are listening to Encouraging Women for Christ, and I'm your host and Bible teacher, Courtney Silberman. At Encouraging Women for Christ, we are excited to encourage you with Bible teachings and messages that will uplift your heart, strengthen your knowledge of the Bible, and bring you closer to God in your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We present the Bible as the perfect, inspired Word of God, powerful and active in each one of our lives. We hope you enjoy this special teaching today as it inspires you to keep your Bible close to you every day and to keep seeking our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through its incredible message of grace and truth. Today, I'm going to be teaching from Joshua chapter 24, the context of where this scripture comes from, and it is so interesting to see how God was so faithful to the nation of Israel and brought them to the point where Joshua was able to make this covenant with Israel. And we're going to talk all about that today. So I hope you have your Bibles out. Um, I I wanted to show you actually this Bible that I have. It is um, called the Beautiful Word Bible, the New King James Version, and I absolutely love it. I have a dear, precious sister that gave this to me as a gift, and she knows who she is, and it has been such a blessing. What I like a lot about this Bible in particular is there is scripture um, on the outside of every page where somebody went and already did a illustration of the scripture, and it helps so much as I'm going through the Bible and I see all this beautiful scripture on the outside of it, and it just continues to direct me to the Word of God. And every time I open the pages of this Bible, I always see the Word right in front of me, front and center, in some beautiful illustration. It's also really big print and it's really easy to read. Um, I just like to, I think it's helpful for to point out Bibles that are helpful in studying and in reading. And so just to help you out, I will put a link to this Bible on Amazon if you're interested in looking at it. I collected many Bibles over the time and I've studied with many, many different types of Bibles. And if you're new to Bible study, sometimes it can be overwhelming to try to pick a new Bible. Or if you're just getting back into studying again, Sometimes you feel like there's so many to choose from, which do I pick? And so here at Encouraging Women for Christ, we're not only about teaching the scriptures, but we're also about equipping you to get into the scriptures for yourself. And so we're gonna be giving you many tools um, that we use personally here to study the scriptures so that we can pass those along to you because we're also helping you to study for yourself, to disciple you and get you into the word. And speaking of that, we are also excited that we are going to have um, some new, a new study out very soon, and we're going to also have a new devotional out. These are the things that we are working on right now, and so we'll be able to tell you more about that in the coming weeks. So we're super excited. So let's go ahead and get into the Word today. We're going to be in Joshua chapter 24. If you want to open your Bibles, you can follow along with us when we read. And I want to also say why we spend the time reading through the Word the way that we do. It's really important that the Word is read out loud. And I take that from 1 Timothy chapter 4. And I want to turn to that now because I, wanted to, I want to explain also why we study the Bible the way that we do here at Encouraging Women for Christ. And it's in 1 Timothy And you can turn to that, chapter 4, 
okay? And I wanna read from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 13 to 16 for you, so you can understand why it is we teach and read the Bible out loud the way we do. So this is Timothy writing to, or this is Paul, the Apostle Paul, writing to Timothy and encouraging him. He was a young pastor on how he would pastor his church and how he would lead his people. So Paul provides the model to Timothy. So for all of us who are teaching or studying the Bible, we want to provide the same um, model that Paul did for Timothy when he did that. So 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 13 through 16 says, Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them, that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. And so this is what we want to do at Encouraging Women for Christ too. We always want to let the Bible guide anything that we do in the ministry. And so Paul talked to Timothy about reading the scriptures out loud. And he talked about paying attention to the doctrine. And so those are the things that we're going to do here in the ministry. And we know that it's going to be a blessing to you. We know that when we pay attention to reading scripture out loud and to the doctrine, it's going to bless you because it's already blessed us. Our lives have been transformed by the Word of God here at Encouraging Women for Christ. Our lives have been changed. Jesus has taken us from where we used to be to where we are now to continuing to take us to where we're going. And we would say here at our team at Encouraging Women for Christ, it would be because of the Word of God. That's what transforms our lives. That's what changes us. That's what takes us from what we thought before to how we align to what God says. And in that we have great peace, we have great joy because we are corrected in our thinking to think the way God does and go about things the way he does. And in that we're always blessed. Every time we follow what the word of God says, we are blessed with the peace of God and we can sense his presence, his joy. It is wonderful to be in the word of God and to hear God speak personally to you because that's what he does. He speaks through his word. So that is why we focus on the word so much here. And we are so excited to continue to share this with you. So let's go ahead and go to Joshua chapter 24. Let's say a prayer real quick because it's always important to pray before we get into scripture. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. It can be something very quick, but it's important that we get into that position of prayer and ask God to help us. So let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you so much for today. And we ask that you help us understand the scriptures as you would help us understand it and to apply it to our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I'm going to read Joshua chapter 24, and I'm going to read from verse 1 all the way through verse 15. So it says, Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel, for their heads, for their judges, and for their officers. And they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to the, all the people, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers, including Terah, the father of Abraham and the father of Nahor, 
dwelt on the other side of the river in old times, and they served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from the other side of the river, led him throughout all the land of Canaan, and multiplied his descendants and gave him Isaac. To Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. To Esau I gave the mountains of Seir to possess, but Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. Also I sent Moses and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt according to what I did among them. Afterward I brought you out. Then I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued your fathers with chariots and horsemen to the Red Sea. So they cried out to the Lord, and he put darkness between you and the Egyptians, brought the sea upon them, and covered them. And your eyes saw what I did in Egypt. Then you dwelt in the wilderness a long time. And I brought you into the land of the Amorites, who dwelt on the other side of the Jordan, and they fought with you. But I gave them into your hand that you might possess their land, and I destroyed them from before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose to make war against Israel and sent and called Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not listen to Balaam. Therefore, he continued to bless you. So I delivered you out of his hand. Then you went over to Jordan, to the Jordan, and came to Jericho. And the men of Jericho fought against you, also the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Girgashites, and the Hippites, and the Jebusites. But I delivered them into your hand. I sent the hornet before you, which drove them out from before you, also the two kings of the Amorites, but not with your sword or with your bow. I have given you a land for which you did not labor, and cities which you did not build, and you dwell in them. You eat of the vineyards and olive groves, which you did not plant. Now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods, which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served, which were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. I love this passage. I, it's a summary of all of God's faithfulness to the nation of Israel up to this point. So if you aren't familiar with, this, with the stories from the Bible here that Joshua is telling, let me give you a quick summary. So God called a man named Abraham to come out of Egypt, uh, come out of Ur of the Chaldees, and he'd come down into the land of Canaan and he promised to make him a great nation. And that was the beginning of the nation of Israel. And so Abraham had a son, Isaac, and Isaac had a son, Jacob, and Jacob had 12 sons, which are known as the 12 tribes of Israel. And so he had these sons and there was a famine in the land and they had to go down into Egypt and they had to stay there and that's where they were oppressed by the Egyptians for 400 years, a little more than 400 years. But God raised up Moses and he delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt with great miraculous signs and then they wandered through the wilderness for 40 years. Then through Joshua, who is the one who's speaking here, he brought them into the promised land where he conquered their enemies and he had the Israelites dwell in the promised land. 
So that's a summary of the, the beginnings of the nation of Israel and their story. And God was their God. He chose that nation out of all the other nations to be his special people and, and have a covenant with them. And that is what Joshua is doing here. He is. This is now the end of Joshua's time. He is at the end of his um, age. And he is reminding now the children of Israel as they have now dwelt in the land for the lifetime of Joshua, they've been there and they've conquered all their enemies. He is now through the Lord, the Lord through Joshua is reminding the people of all of God's history and what he did in his faithfulness to take them into the promised land and protect them and guide them there. So that's what this passage is talking about. What I love specifically about this passage, and this is why when we look at the Bible, we look really carefully about who is the speaker. You might be really familiar with this verse behind me, um, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And it's common that people thought that Joshua is the one that spoke that, but it's actually really interesting. If we look at the text in chapter two, um, in, excuse me, verse two of chapter 24, it says, and Joshua said to all the people, thus says the Lord God of Israel. So the speaker here in all of these words that I just read in recounting to the nation of Israel, all of his faithfulness was the Lord himself speaking to the people. And Joshua was the one that was giving the words to the people, but it was the Lord's words to Joshua. And so that's really important in understanding this. So who was the one that was saying, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Interestingly, it's the Lord saying that. Um, and we're gonna talk more about what that means um, in this passage as we get through it. So I wanted to just pick out a couple verses as we look at it and if we look down into it. And so what I love about it is God's continuing faithfulness. So he says, for instance, in verse four, to Isaac, I give Jacob and Esau. To Esau, I gave the mountains of Seir to possess, but Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. And I sent Moses and Aaron and I plagued Egypt according to what I did among them. Afterward, I brought you out. So here is God again, reminding the nation of Israel at this point that he is the one that delivered them. And he says that he, then he brought out the father, the fathers out of Egypt, your fathers out of Egypt, and they came to the sea. And he recounts the the story of when Moses parted the dead, parted the Red Sea, I should say, and the children of Israel were able to walk on dry land through the Red Sea and escape from the army of the Egyptians that were going to chase them and pursue them and destroy them. Had God not made that miraculous way through and for them to part and leave out of Egypt. It's such a wonderful story. That is the, the book of Exodus. If you haven't read in the beginning of the book of Exodus, you can go and read the first 15 chapters or so of Exodus and you can get that story. It's a wonderful story. You can also listen to scripture. I think it's also helpful if you ever, if you have a Bible app, you can download a Bible app and pick the translation that you like, and it usually has an, a free audio, and you can just play that, and you can listen to scripture as you're driving in your car, or you're working, or you go outside and take a walk. That's a wonderful way to learn scripture also, is to listen to it. 
So in Exodus, um, God tells that story, um, story of the deliverance of the nation of Israel out of Egypt. And then they go and they dwelt in the wilderness a long time. And I'm in verse um, seven right now. They dwelt in, in the wilderness a long time. The nation of Israel wandered around the wilderness for 40 years. And that is when God continued to have the nation depend on him because he, is, he promised to bring them into the promised land, but he was causing them to depend on him so that they would understand and they would know that they don't live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. He wanted to humble them. He wanted them to depend on him and his faithfulness. He had already shown the whole nation how he had delivered them from Pharaoh and the Egyptians in miraculous ways with plagues and then through the Red Sea. He wanted them to, when he fed them manna in the wilderness, um, which were those sweet flakes that came from heaven that they collected um, every morning. They could go out and collect these sweet flakes and they were provided for for all those 40 years. What he was saying to them in that is, you go out and you provide, you I provide the sweet flakes of bread for you, but that is a picture of the word of God that you are to go out and 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 eat, so to speak, every day. Because man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So that's a recounting of that story and how important it is that the word of God be something that not only the nation of Israel take in every day, but we as believers now take in the word of God every day in some way, shape, or form. And that's why here we want to provide opportunities for you to take in the Word of God every day, whether it's through these video teachings or other materials that we provide that are gonna continue to come out so you can be in the Word every day and know that God is your provider and He will speak to you through His Word. Okay, so let's continue to move on through the passage. Um, we're going to get to the part now with Joshua um, when Joshua now, Moses had then died after the 40 years wandering in the wilderness and Joshua took the nation into the promised land and um, they went into Jericho and the men of Jericho fought against them, but God delivered them from um from Jericho by causing the whole city walls to fall down. And that's in the beginning chapters of the book of Joshua. And you can read that. And he delivered all their enemies into his hands. He was the one that continued to protect because he was going to keep his promise to the nation of Israel to bring them into the promised land. Remember the promise for the nation of Israel started with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But it was fulfilled with Joshua when he physically brought all the children of Israel into the land. He conquered their enemies and they settled into the land. And that is why this whole um, recounting of Israel's history to this point was important for the people to hear and listen and be reminded of what God's faithfulness had already been for them to them and how he was going to continue in that faithfulness going forward that is the character of god for all of us and again this is why we chose this scripture up here on the wall but as for me and my house we will serve the lord okay so let me go back and explain why that is so fascinating that it was the lord that spoke that through joshua 
Joshua's name is in Hebrew means salvation. The whole Old Testament was written in Hebrew and names in the Bible always mean something. They always have um, a significance or a meaning behind them. So Joshua's name means salvation in Hebrew. Jesus's name, it, Jesus is his Greek name, but his Hebrew name is Yeshua. And you hear it similar. It means salvation. So Joshua bringing the people into the promised land is a picture of what Jesus is spiritually doing for us, bringing us into the promised land through salvation in Christ Jesus. So Jesus is our salvation. Yeshua is his name. He is our salvation. And that is as Joshua physically brought the people into the promised land through a personal relationship with Jesus or Yeshua, we have salvation in Christ Jesus. And we are no longer separated from God, but through believing in what Jesus did for us at the cross, he died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again on the third day. And when we put our faith and trust in Jesus's work on the cross for our sins, we are saved. We have salvation. And so Jesus has now built the house of the Lord, which is the church. The church is the house and the pillar of truth and it's the house of the living God. And so what Jesus is saying here through Joshua, that while the nation of Israel had a choice of who they were gonna serve, that is what God presented before them here. He said to them, and I'm gonna pick up in verse 14 again, now therefore fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river and in Egypt serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. So he was Joshua, God through Joshua was giving the nation of choice. Who are you going to serve? But, G, but Joshua is saying, the Lord is saying through Joshua, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That means that when we come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, when we believe in what he did for our sin and rose from the dead to give us new life, we now have his presence dwelling in us, his Holy Spirit. And we are part of what's called the house of the living God. And he says, my house, as for me, Jesus says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And so that is what's so wonderful about serving with Jesus. We don't work, we rest in what Jesus has already done and we join him in his work that he is doing throughout the world to share the gospel, to make disciples of all nations. That's why it's part of being a in a relationship with the living God. He doesn't tell us what he wants us to do and sends us out to do it he is saying come with me and join me in the work that i've already done to build my house and serve the lord and so that is what we are doing here we are serving the lord together it is about a personal relationship with the living god and that is why it's so important to stay in our personal relationships to stay in the word of god every day because we want to keep our relationship with him strong we want to hear from him and we want to pray and hear him speak to us 
You know, you think about a relationship with a best friend. You have a, a girlfriend that you, you adore and she's so special to you and you've known her for years. What do you, have you done to build that relationship together? Well, you've spent time together, you've chatted together, you've cried together, you've prayed together. She's been with you in and out of all the different times in life. You've laughed together. You've shared your heart with each other. You've built a relationship. That's exactly what it's like with the living God. We build a relationship with him so we get to experience him throughout our life. We speak to him in prayer and he speaks to us very primarily through the word of God and the Holy Spirit will take the verse and it will apply, he will apply it to our lives. That's one of the many ways that God speaks to us and that's why we really, really love centering everything we do on the Bible. We center it all on what God has said and spoken because he's given us everything we need in this book. And we just read it, we learn it, we study it, we pay attention to it, and we obey it. And in that, we have great joy and we have great peace. And we have great relationships through the ups and downs, through the trials, through the difficulties. And we're not saying here it is always a bed of roses it is definitely not it is hard life is hard twists and turns and unexpected things come up but when we are centered on the unchanging god and the unchanging word of god this is where we have the stability and this is where we have the peace and this is where we have the strength to keep moving forward so i want to summarize all of this um with just what this passage spoke to us um, here. And it says, and I said, the faithfulness of God to choose us, multiply us, deliver us, defeat our enemies and provide for us so we can serve the Lord. And so that is what we are going to do here. And we hope that you continue to join us on this journey. Um, if you are enjoying these videos, if you feel like you're being blessed by what we're sharing here, please feel free to subscribe to our channel, to like us on our Facebook page and Encouraging Women for Christ. We provide daily updates there um, on our Facebook page and give encouraging scriptures and different um, words of, of uplifting hope to anyone who wants it. So feel free to look there and see what we're doing. We also give ministry updates too. And as soon as we have more uh, projects that continue to get finished and come out, we will let you know about those. And we just thank you so much for your partnership with us. We're so blessed to be able to serve you. And we hope that you continue to uh, follow the Lord and even when it's hard, even when it's difficult, even when you don't understand, continue to follow him, continue to seek Jesus. I promise you, he will be there for you every single time. Just open your Bible and he will speak. Okay, let's end in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. And I just wanna thank you for all of my sisters who watch us, who support us, and who feel the encouragement from the scriptures and from the word of God in this ministry. I just ask that you continue to show them the way that they should go, continue to provide for them, continue to um, encourage their hearts and give them strength where they need it. And I thank you so much for all you are doing and we ask all this in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Women for Christ. 
If you want to learn more about the many tools and resources we have available, please visit our website at encouragedinchrist.org. There you will find books, Bible studies, resources, and so much more to help you continue in your journey to follow Jesus Christ through the Word of God.